This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Yeah, Baruch Hashem, we are now, we're now after Rosh Hashanah, Naser Simei Tshuva, and uh, we're in the mode of preparing ourselves now for Yom Kippur. What is the avoider of preparing ourselves for Yom Kippur? The avoider of Naser Simei Tshuva is Yom Kippur is the day of Kapar. Yom Kippur is the day of atonement. There is an opinion in the Gemara and Yuma that says that even if a person doesn't do tshuva on Yom Kippur, you should. There is an opinion, even if you don't actually do a tshuva on Yom Kippur, nevertheless, it's Summa Shal Yom. The actual day of Yom Kippur is so holy and it's so powerful that it atones for it. There is an opinion that it atones for a person even if he doesn't do tshuva. How can a day atone for a person if he doesn't do tshuva? The mitzvah is to do tshuva, the mitzvah is to repent. How can it atone if, if, if you don't do tshuva? But the answer is, what is our Avodah now? Our Avodah now is one. People look at that, at, uh, at Rosh Hashanah, at the Sarasimei Tshuva, they look at them as, they are serious days, they look at them as solemn days, they're days that people are frightened of and people don't enjoy, unpleasant days, days we've got to think of punishment or retribution and people don't enjoy it and people are just waiting to be after you and keep it ready. Sukkot is nice, you go dancing all night. The truth is that the Avodah of Sarasimei Tshuva is leading to the Simcha to the great Simcha of Sukkot. Sukkot is not Stam a day of Simcha where we just burst into Simcha. We burst into Simcha after the Avoidah of a Sarasimei Tshuva Yom Kippur. And what I mean is the following. A person has to realize that during the Sarasimei Tshuva his Avoidah is slowly, slowly to, not slowly, slowly, to try to detach himself from all involvement to the best of his abilities, all, involve, all involvement in, in unnecessary worldly matters, unnecessary worldly material matters. There are a lot of people that are, that, that are so connected to worldly matters, so connected to things, so connected to what's going on, so connected to material world, they, they can't see themselves surviving without, without all of it. They don't realize that involvement in the material world doesn't lead the person to Simcha. This is not a, this is not a happy world. Olmaze is not a happy world. Olmaze is a very, very depressed, very, very depressing world. Olmaze is a world that comes to the comes to an end. Any material, any 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 material that a person runs after is coming to an end. It finishes. It comes to an end. It gets lost. Person himself dies, leaves it all behind. It's a very sad world. Oz, we we sing in Shiramalis. Oz yimales choyk pinu. Oz then yimales choyk. Then our mouths are going to be full of laughter. Only in the future, only when a person's freed of Al-Mazah, then he starts feeding Simcha. The avoid of the Sarasimei Tshuva is slowly, slowly to detach oneself from all, from all worldly, all unnecessarily worldly matters. Even a person that's working said he should learn, he should, he should work less. Even people that, let's say, eat. Pas Akum. In other words, they don't buy kosher, they don't buy bread baked by a Jew. And even if they're not makbid the whole year, they should be makbid. They should be makbid in all areas of, of not not in not not mixing with anything that comes from the the, the goyisha world, because the world, the goyisha world, meaning the world of Alamazer, is a world of strife and it's a world of anger and it's a world of depression. It's a world that comes to an end. It's a world that there's nothing to look forward to. It's a world that there's nothing to look forward to. A person looks forward to a taiva. The minute the taiva is over, he's depressed. <laughs> there's nothing to look forward to. It's not taking you anywhere. There's no simcha in something that doesn't take you anywhere. We're waiting for Simcha. We want, to, we want to have a happy life. We want to have a happy life. The more you peel yourself from unnecessarily interaction with Olam Hazer, you're going to find the more Simcha, the happier your life becomes. 
you're going to see in spirituality, that's where, that's where the simcha, that's, that's the only place that the simcha. And in the past, we've given so many hundreds of proofs, and it's not even something that we have to prove. Freeing yourself from materialism brings simcha. And this is, this is, these, these are the days. On Yom Kippur, we're completely in Olam Habo. On Yom Kippur, there's no Olam Hazeh. You can't eat. We don't have any interaction with Olam, Olam Hazeh. No interaction with Olam Hazeh whatsoever. It's completely in Olam Habo. And that's why after Yom Kippur, we burst straight into Sukkot. The Simcha of Sukkot is the Simcha coming out of Yom Kippur. The Simcha of Yom Kippur begins when the Kohen Adol used to come out of the Holy of the Holies. There's a song that one sings in Yom Kippur, Emes Ma'neda Hoya Kohen. Suddenly, the Holy Yom Kippur bursts into like a Simcha. Why? Because the, the Kodesh Kadashim is such a spiritual place, such a pure place, it's such a spiritual place. As soon as you make entry into that, as soon as you, as soon as you have any, any connection to the Kodesh Kadashim, when you come out of that, you feel so happy, you feel such a Simcha, you're overjoyed. You're overjoyed that I've, I feel I finally peeled myself off from any, from every physicality. And suddenly you feel where real simcha, where real accomplishment, where real simcha comes from. A person separates himself from this world, he, he, he'll, have, he'll, he'll, he'll have great simcha. The Mishnah in Berkeley says this to an extreme. The Mishnah in Berkeley says this to an extreme. Mishnah in Berkeley says you should eat bread and, bread and salt and drink water and sleep on the floor. And then you feel the Mishnah says, you'll be a happier person in this world. So that's already, you know, an extreme madrigal. We're not holding there yet. But the Mishnah is conveying a message. The Mishnah is conveying that Simcha does not come from going out to the restaurant and eating six types of ice cream. And the Simcha does not come from eating five types of meat. That doesn't bring any Simcha. You'll probably have a fight over how much to tip the waiter and why this restaurant is so expensive. you probably walk out of there angry. There's no Simcha over there. Yom Kippur, we just don't bother with Olam Hazeh. We don't eat. We don't. We don't. We don't. Don't do anything that's connected to Olam Hazeh. And we come out such happy people. We come out such happy people. And we come to Sukkot. We're just so happy. Everybody wants to be happy. But you got to get it clear that this world does not offer any happiness without spirituality. Spirituality offers happiness, just happiness. Spirituality gives you a feeling that you, where you belong to a, a world of eternity. Spirituality gives you the feeling that you're here forever. Spirituality gives you a feeling that there's no end. An end is always sad. You go on a vacation for a few days. So you spend so much money when the vacation's, when the vacation's over, you're sad. And then you come home. And you get back to regular life, and within five minutes, the whole feeling of this vacation is all, is all gone. It's as if you never went. It didn't take you anywhere. Yom Kippur is an eternal day. It's Olam Haba. Sukkot is, is, is an eternal Yom Tov. We learned in the Gemara here in Sukkot. Sukkot is, is, is something that carries us into Yom HaMashiach. It's all eternity. We are entering in Chodesh Tishri, we are leaving Al Mazah and we are entering an eternal world. And this is the preparation, is a preparation for, for entering an eternal world. Peel away anything that's not eternal. It's so sad that when a guy's busy with Asasimitshuva, when am I planning to go for there, and when am I planning this trip and that trip, Cholomoy, this trip, that trip, they're completely off, completely off. 
This is a time just to close, not, not to go onto your iPhone all day long. I'm not interested in what's going on. Seriously, I'm, I'm not interested in what's going on in the world. I'm not interested. It's not something that makes me happy. Seriously, I'm is the time to realize, to make a cheshman effort, to realize that this world does not make me happy. I'm living in this world. I'm getting get married. I'm going to be working. I'm going to be I'm going to be busy with this world. But any over only any overindulgence, any unnecessary indulgence, it's not making me happy. Just making me cry. It's just making me a crisis. Try to feel the simcha that a person gets from ruchnis from spirituality during these days. And if you work hard during these days on that, you're going to see when your kippah comes, you're going to be so you're going to be on such a high. I'm stepping into an eternal world. You're going to forget about food. And on your kippah, during the Kedusha of your kippah, you feel, you start thinking of the different things that you're busy with all the year. You start saying, how can I be busy with this? I'm feeling so high. I'm feeling so close to Hashem. How can I be busy myself? How can I lower myself? How can I lower myself to think and to talk and to act in a way throughout the year? And then your kippah just brings the kapara in itself. What is atoning for a sin? Atoning for a sin means I'm not shy. I can't understand how I ever did that sin. It's not possible for me to sin like that. It's not possible for me to listen to this music. But the whole year I'm addicted to this Gosha music. It comes to Yom Kippur, I feel so revol- re- repulsed by thinking of the music that I listen to all year. That's a component. When you feel, you just it's not me, it's not me. It's not me. You have to get back to yourself. You have to get back to your true identity, to your neshama, to your spirituality. And that's the avoid of Yom Kippur with the two seirim, the two goats. The soil Hashem is soil Azazel. The soil Hashem is Yaakov Avinu as a Jew. The soil Azazel is Esau. And we send him in opposite directions because that's the avoid of Yom Kippur. I don't want anything to have to do with you, Esau. I don't want, I don't want anything to do with you, Yetzahor. Don't come to me. I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm not your customer anymore. Everything you're offering makes me sick. And that's the reality. This world is sick. A hundred years ago, you wouldn't believe me. But now, in this day and age, isn't this world sick? This world is repulsive. I spoke to somebody in jail before Rosh Hashanah. Who's in jail for not good things. And he was sobbing to me and he says he's disgusted. He wants to change his life. This world is sick. And all it brings at the end of the day is Bechi. You're going to cry. You're going to cry your eyes out. As a Jew with a holy neshama. As a descendant of holy, holy grandparents and great-grandparents who are most nefesh have nothing to do with this world. Me, I'm so connected to this world. I'm watching movies. I'm eating food without a good hersha. I'm, I'm digesting goishkeit. It's horrible. It's repulsive. It's sickening. In Kippur, you feel so pure. You feel so freed. You feel released. You feel released. And when you're released, you look at it and you think of the music and you think of the words you use and you think of the people you socialize with and you think of the places you go to. It's repulsive. And you fall into a depression thinking, this is what I, as a Jew, this is what I'm doing in my life. And then comes Sukkot, the Simcha, you burst into a Simcha of being happy to be part of the spiritual world. Sukkot is being part of the spiritual world. Sukkot, they hanged around the base of Mikdash, that's what they did. They hanged around the base of Mikdash, that's, that's what they did. 
all these flip outs, all these Balchuba flip outs asked the question, wasn't it Bittl Torah and Sukkot? They were just watching dancing and watching this and watching the other. <laughs> of course it's not Bittl Torah. It's enjoying being around good circles. It's enjoying socializing with Kedusha. It's enjoying just being around good company. It's enjoyable just to be in a holy place. That's what Chag HaSukas is all about. You go to Simchas Vesashavas and you see the beautiful, you go here in Mesh Arm, you see the beautiful Yushalmi kids that have never tasted the disgusting world out there. How pure and how happy they look. If you're in America, you go to Brooklyn. America's hard because there's almost, <laughs> there's very few people that haven't tasted this world in America. But you go to Brooklyn, you see these, you see, you see the Hasidim dressed like they were dressed 100 years ago. You see real Simcha, you go to the Tzaddik, you go to the Tish, you see how you can enjoy life. And not you can, how this is the real enjoyment and the only enjoyment that there is just to be around good company. And then you see what real Simcha is all about. That's the avoider leading up to you, Kippur. Stay off your phones. Stay off media. For the next, till after you, Kippur, or till after Sukkot, so to the best of your ability. Stay off speaking to people that, that are not good, that are not good influence on you. And just enjoy being around Kedusha. You hear the Koisel, being around, just sit by the Koisel, take out a Tehillim, just enjoy being in holy company. Just say to yourselves all the time, this is my life. This is my eternity. I have to separate myself in order to feel some. And then Mr. Hashem will have a holy Yom Kippur and a holy Sukkot and will be Zorcha Mr. Hashem to a good Gebench Deye. Just yeah. oh. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.